welcome back to the Space Side Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Desmond Desi, Robinson. We're just jumping right into it. <laughs> On today's episode, we have the, I don't know if they'll pop in or out, but um, the two toasted onion who's about to become blooming onion. I do love a toasted onion, though. Uh, I feel like you missed a golden opportunity to just call him fried onion. Damn it! Onion rings. Okay. Blooming yeah. onion sounds. Blooming onion actually sounds bomb right now, though. It does. Though. It does sound really good. But yeah, God, you guys are gonna make me really fucking hungry during this episode, aren't you? Yeah, because yeah. onion rings are always like clutch like yes. it's one of those things you kind of don't really think about and then you see them and then you're like fuck yeah they're really good let's mm-hmm. do it every time i go to like farmer boys i always like substitute my fries for their onion rings because they actually oh. use real onions and you can like verifiably see them <laughs> mm-hmm. like i went to burger king the other day and i tried their onion rings and not only did they give it to me in the same thing that they do the fries they're seriously like quarter size. And every time I bit into one, I'm like, where the fuck is the onion? I'm pretty sure this is just breading. It's the fact that you went to Burger King. I went to Burger King only because it's on my way to another place that I had to during work. It's more functional than choice. Mm-hmm. That was the disappointed uh, purveyor of onion rings, the Dame Lama writer. Yes. Ink, don't you fucking tink, don't you fucking dare... Our unofficial <laughs> mascot, Tink, don't you fucking dare, the cat. <laughs> Just uh, creeping on across my keyboard. <laughs> I was like, if you make me hang up again. In, and that is in fear of their uh, internet providers, more, more specifically, Tink, the cat. The clumsy baker, Benita Lavaria. What's up? <laughs> this is part two to our foodie episode our first one was with one blair london um check that one out because they let us know the 411 on the best wings in baltimore that means we need to go to both we need to make a field trip to baltimore because apparently five cent wings is a thing and i would never forget that Hell, I think with our luck, by the time we get there, it'd be like twenty-five cents. That's the. I was gonna say, fine. I feel like that's that's like a thing of the past now, especially after COVID. Yo. Well, for real. technically, we did the episode in February, so if the inflation jumped that fast within six months, well, goddamn. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let's not worry about that. We're we're here to talk about food, so on this episode. We're going to be talking about our top five favorite burgers, whether it be local or from a chain restaurant. As well as other food-related things, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Um, our go-to favorite recipes. Oof. And, I mean, it has to happen sooner or later, our funny or kitchen horror stories. Oh, no. Oh, no. Everybody that got- one genuinely stresses me out a little bit. Everybody got one. I've got too many. That's the problem. And that's why I think this is going to be a good episode. (laughs) You're like, mwahaha. Oh, yeah. 
Um, before we jump right into everything, let's start with the rigmarole. As always, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Um, and as always, you are the listeners who are listening. You are killing it. You are still making Our Flag Means Death and Our Flag Means Michi, our two top-rated episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for uh, the Our Flag Means Death fandom for keeping us afloat. And bringing up the rear from the Giant Contraband era, Dragon Age lore and theories. We, Yo. We might do another one. Especially now with the uh, like the new information, since the new information's come out, right? Yeah, Mark Dora, even though he's not part of the production of Dragon Age, Dreadwolf, he put out a theory on his Twitter. No, I think it was Mike Laylaw. He's either <laughs> one of the Marks, formerly of Bioware, came out and said on Twitter that more than likely we'll see gameplay footage of Dragon Age Dreadwolf during the Game Awards this December. Yo, really? I mean, I would hope so, because it's been two fucking years since the teaser trailer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is... What coming. did I say? I fucking called it. I fucking called it. Yeah. So, stay tuned. Another Basiri confirmed. Mm-hmm. So, stay tuned. We may have some more. I'm uh, I'm pulling up some... Uh, that episode we did, uh, Dragon Age Confessions, where people had... Um, on Tumblr, we don't we don't repeat their names. We just sit with um, their opinions on Dragon Age, and one of them caught my attention. They felt the Inquisitor was bland, and that Yo. and that Hawk was the superior main character out of the Warden Commander and the Inquisitor. Hmm. And I agreed with that. Oh, oh, we'll table that for a future <laughs> Dragon Age episode. I was uh, say we had a whole discussion about that. Did we? <laughs> I mean, we can have a discussion all over again. Totally. Okay. Because I don't remember. There's a lot of things I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember a lot of the stuff we talk about in the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Just because we talk about so much stuff. Yeah. This is a very, and we're, we're a very schizophrenic podcast. There's already so much stuff in my brain. Um, also... We'll wait till episode, after episode two to talk about She-Hulk. So that'll give our very own Damon Lama writer to catch up. Yo, yeah, for real, I need to catch up on that shit. Um, I'm pretty sure you're nowhere near caught up on Sandman. On um, which one? Sandman either. Oh, no, neither. Oh, yeah, I haven't watched that neither. Oh, neither. I guess I'm the only one. Damn good show. He know nothing neither. All I'm going to say is damn good show. And Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like my biggest thing. I'm like, I just want to see Gwendolyn Christie as Satan. Like, uh, All I'm going to say is you can't see it, but the, 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 I'm biting the lip hard. <clears throat> I mean, you could say step on me, mommy, and that would be totally fine. Yeah. You are in safe company for that, so like. Look, I'm already on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know why you're trying to front here, bro. Just I'm like front. Look, there's every other episode. I'm either hollering at freaking Rosario Dawson, Holly Berry, Neil Long. Right now, it's been a uh, WWE superstar Rhea Ripley. I humbly accept the simp for that woman. She, I will gladly call her Poppy. 
Yes. <laughs> That's what she wants to be. Hey. Uh, the Daily Thirst. The Daily Thirst. And Gwendolyn Christie has been... I've been saying I want her to step on me since her first appearance at Game of Thrones, goddammit. Yo, for real, though. So, ain't no shame in my game. I like butch women, so... Alright. We're not done. But it was already Dawson, what's up? I'm watching Ahsoka because of you. Anyway, top five burgers, whether it be chain or local. <laughs> He's like, speaking of the thirst... Let's talk about the snacks. <laughs> yep. We're talking about snacks, though. I did not know who the hell... No. Aubrey Plaza did a thirst tweets on BuzzFeed. She's like, she just don't get why people want her to step on them. I'm like, <laughs> have you not watched the entirety of Parks and Rec and how the way you was acting? And how you act in like, interviews? Like, you have a, like... You like the personification of Wednesday Adams in real life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, you don't get why people are into that? Okay, fine. Sure. But I think she's well aware of her the power that she has on people. Like, one person said, I want you to destroy my holes. She was like, I will gladly destroy your holes. <laughs> There's, was, a, there's a lot of people that be saying a lot of shit to people online just because they're like, hey, I can say this online, right? Um, yeah, the freedom of online anonymity makes people do really stupid fucking things. Oh, yeah. I'm easing back because, one, I now have a city job. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm easing up on the shit I post, specifically on Twitter. I'm still going to make fun of my gender because, I mean, we need to be dragged. Yeah, we do. Like, you you, you bitching and moaning over She-Hulk and women having standards. Yo, there's so many... Grow up. There's so many weird-ass tweets around She-Hulk right now, and I wish I could say that I didn't expect it. It's just really <laughs> fucking annoying <laughs> because we... It's... It's the back-to-backness of it because, you know, you have the racism and the sexism of yep. Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. And yep. then they're just like, mm, but we're just going to just do straight sexism here with uh, She-Hulk because obviously there's no way she would be better than Bruce Banner's Hulk. Yeah. It's like they don't read a comic book. She-Hulk has always been stronger than the Hulk. Oh, yeah. Love. I just love how they're just like, why does it gotta be so woke? And I'm just like, man, that fucking scene where she talks about holding in everything, every day. Like, when someone mansplains shit to her or all that. Just that whole thing. And then she just casually turns into the She-Hulk and then turns back. I'm like, I love this woman. Yeah. I'm in no. love with this woman, and Tatiana. she can step on me. Tatiana Maslany. Mm. Or one. toss me like a boulder. Sorry, we were talking about food? <laughs> <laughs> well, you said thirst, so we went right back. Mm. We jumped right back on the thirstiness. Sorry, yeah. apparently we jumped to tacos instead of burgers. Oh. Ha. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Sinan Lathan. Mm. Uh. <sighs> Yo, but like, no lie, I'd always prefer a taco over a burger, like, un, un, uh, euphemistically. 
Mm. Mm. That's actually very fair. Yeah. Because I feel like I feel like even like so so like bad tacos I feel like don't really exist. I know that there are like some bad tacos out there, like quote unquote, but like even then when you eat it you're just like that was fine. Because even then it's still like hella cheap and so you're not like super upset. But then you get but you get the money on it. But like a bad burger can bad really burger. just Yeah. Red like Robin. fuck shit up, like just be very like Red, I don't know. Red Robin, a bad burger is something ass. I don't wish on people, that's the thing. Yeah. Red burger but cold. Because I feel like with tacos there's just enough like seasoning and spices out there that you're just like, okay, yeah. Wouldn't get it again, but you know, it's fine. I would yeah. say at least twice only twice in the, in my in my thirty seven years on this planet where I had like bad tacos. It's very difficult to fuck up a taco. But remember, we even talked about it on the podcast when I bought that California burrito and the fucking carnitas was over-fucking-cooked. Yeah. That pissed me the fuck. I, like, I, like, I get it. It's five bucks. All right? You, you have a fail Taco Tuesday. Your, all your foods are half off. But you over-cook the burrito, the fucking carnitas. There was no flavor. The fries had more flavor than the fucking meat. Where are the spices? Where are the cheeps? Like, You're useless, Ignacio. But they did hook my sopas up. So that was all right. All right I'll give them that. But it was because I got chicken. Mm-hmm. I was like. And then uh, the chain of all chains. Um, oh, fuck. They was in my head, and I just, oh my god, King Taco, there we go. But the one by Trey Tech, King Taco, off of oh yeah, Grand. Because there's King Taco and there's um, Tacos the, Gavilan. Yeah, that one Gavilan, that is bad as fucking bomb. Personally, but, I prefer Gavilan. But the but the thing is though, I keep fucking forgetting every time we're in downtown LA. Don't go to the King Taco that's by the fucking train station. Go to the King Taco that's down the street from the train station, which is technically the like the OG King Taco where barely anyone goes to in the first place, which means they have time to cook their shit. Gotcha. Motherfuckers. But yeah, burgers. <laughs> we were only like 14 minutes in and we were really tangenting. <laughs> yeah, we're getting it out early. Yeah, I doubt we are. Um, I think I'll go first. I'm gonna start okay. from the bottom and go work my way up. That's probably a good idea. So at number five, this is technically new from Carl's Jr. The California Burger. Okay, so Carl's Jr. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're you're okay. You're going by like specific burger. I chose places. Okay. Yeah, cool. I went for a specific. I my route. I went specific burger. Now the gotcha. honorable honorable mentions is like the restaurant. So like the honorable mentions, five guys with the asterisks, only because my little brother is the assistant manager at his five guys. I uh, do I do pay for my food because I like I know I'm gonna talk about him working at five guys. So I don't want like anyone who works corporate who might stumble on our podcast be like, your brother gives you free food, hmm? So, no, he doesn't. Corporate. We're saying that he, right now. He doesn't corporate. But when I do go in and I want a burger, he'd be like. I already know your order. Just go pay for it. 
It's nah. technically free ninety nine. <laughs> it's that it's that like my brother like my brother and now his coworkers know what I like on my brother. So it's like and they are expensive. But the thing is though, is it's the amount of food you get for that price. Like I got a, when I first got them it was like a small like it was supposed to be a junior burger. It felt like it was an actual like a fucking Big Mac sized burger. Mm. I was like, damn, for ten bucks, this is a big ass burger and a lot of fucking fries. That is not bad. I just hit up Seven Eleven for a drink because you know, I'm not going for the full fifteen. Fuck that shit. And then rallies. I mean, only because of the fries. I haven't gone to rallies enough to be like, damn, I love this specific item. But every time I go, I'm always like, yeah, why don't I go to rallies more? The fries always hits. That's the thing. Like the burgers and all the other shit is so-so. But the fries, always consistent. No matter time of day, their fries is always consistent. And we got confirmation. Our good friend Jenny said she went to a rallies before they closed down in uh, Indiana. And once again, the fries still hits. Nice. In another state. So honorable mentions for those two. But the Carl's Jr. California burger, FYI, is nothing but like an in and out burger, but it's Carl's Jr. Got you. But she is like right around the same price as In and Out Burger. Like we know what the fuck Carl's Jr. is doing. Yeah. Like <laughs> we see you. We see you, Mays. We see you. Um my number four. This may shock you. Now, this is a local joint, so it's not a chain. It's called Burger okay. Lords. Uh, okay. Up in um, Echo Park, the hipster area of California. Nice. Um, Burger Lords are all vegan. They switched vegan during the pandemic. Um, and I usually, when I go, when I'm visiting a friend, I get their double cheeseburger, and it is vegan. That sounds really good. It's damn good. Can't even tell it's plant-based meat. Now, the tofu. No, I know what the fuck that is, and I know the consistency of tofu. Don't. I will fight a person who ever tried to give me tofu again. Mm-hmm. Someone lied to me. A former co-worker lied to me. Like, oh, this is chicken fried rice. No, this was tofu fried rice. You know, every once in a while, I do like getting a tofu fried rice, though. I wanted to swing. You know, if you like tofu, you like go to Burger Lords. They got their version of the chicken McNuggets, but it's tofu nuggets. So, at number three, Shake Shack. Shake Shack's pretty good. Shake Shacks. I put, I know Shake Shack is a New York thing, but they're out here in California now. If I was gonna pick between In and Out and Shake Shack, I'm picking In. I'm picking Shake Shack. Sorry. I know. I'm local. I'm not. I gotta local. go to Shake Shack more often, man. The thing is, though, it's like only like like five guys. They're just as expensive. Okay. So it's like when you're near it and you have the money and you want a burger, <laughs> Shake Shack. Plus the cheese fries. Ooh. Damn. I might actually make some homemade cheese. Not tonight, because I, I made meatloaf today. I might Yo, straight up, you're going to make me go get a burger after this podcast. It may happen. because It does sh- sound really good. 
You may like have... there's a place, it's not on my list, but there's a place that's very like uh near me that I enjoy a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly because like it's not it's not on my list only because I don't have more room on my list. But I end up going to this place because it's like close to me and they have like actual Angus beef for their patties. No shit. And it's like you get them you get a third pound burger to where it's like I don't even need to order a double with the single patty how thick it is. You should get those out of a mention then. I think I think I've taken you there before. Next burger? No, you haven't took me to the next burger. Yeah, next burger is pretty damn good. Actually, I'd say that's an honorable mention for me. There you go. Um and number two. Controversial. Cause I'm just gonna say this now. Spoiler alert, McDonald's is not or Jack in the Box is not on this list at all. So at number two, at number two, this is the reason why this is controversial because no one don't count Wendy's at as a good burger. Wendy's is fucking great. People will keep. I I, de- I debated my brother. My brothers was like eh, like Benny, like eh. But their barbecue, bacon, bourbon, double cheeseburger, fire. They got the freaking crispy onions. On top of it, the bacon, the che- the Asiago cheese. I know I'm mispronouncing that fucking word, but I don't care. The sharpness of the cheese. You said it. You said it correctly, Asiago. Oh, thank you. Because yeah. I've been mispronouncing words all fucking day. Um, <laughs> and their buns, they elevated, ele- ele- see, fucking it up. Elevated their buns. Yeah. Damn good burger. For six dollars. Now that is a tasty burger. A damn good tasty burger. Would you say they sir mix a lot their buns? Mm-hmm. Baby got back. Um now yes, I do tend to do the fries and dipping in the frosting. That may be disgusting to you, but it's a nice good savory sweet to it. To me. Mm. But hey. Barbecue bourbon double bacon cheeseburger from Wendy's. They got the number two spot. And number one, we always have said that, and I always have said this, and I'll keep saying this to the day I die. Not Cars Jr. is number one. Really? Double bacon Western cheeseburger. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, you stay loyal, it sounds like. I'm, 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 I'm a loyal huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm loyal. Unlike uh, Mr. Uh, number one, I go downs. I go downs for the cars, Junior. Nice. Um, I did have, but to pick back on that Farmer's Boys onion rings, I would put Farmer's Boys at number one. I would put, people could fight me on this, but I would put Carl's at number two for the onion rings. Because those are, they're like, yeah, they're like generic, like, fast food onion rings, but you can actually taste the onions in those motherfuckers. Especially if you uh-huh. ask them like the over like the oversauce your, your cheeseburger and then like the onion rings get soggy. So when you smash the burger you see the onions like crack out the fucking uh the onion mm. ring. So you know those are real onions. So those are my That sounds favorite. right. Yep. So pretty much four chain restaurants, one local spot. That's my list. Okay. 
That sounds good, man. That sounds nice. really good. Uh, Benny, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? Um, I mean, I don't care. You can go. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess I'll also go backwards, right? Uh, starting from number five. For me, uh, I'm realizing everything that I like burger-wise is super West Coast. As I'm looking at my fucking list right now. <laughs> as it definitely is, because I live on, in the West Coast, so obviously my taste is going to be like that. But um, coming in at number five, I have The Habit. The, uh, the Habit that started in Santa Monica and made its way through a lot of uh, Southern California and I think is also starting to expand out. But they have, like, oh my god, I, I love their, their double char burger stuff. Because it's like you can taste the actual grilled onions and like the real flame on the on the burger. Mm -hmm. But it's the only place burger place that I know of that. And I know this is going to sound bougie, but I fucking love it. So I don't care. Um, I can replace the fries for for um, green bean tempura. Wait, what? Oh, nice. They have green bean tempura there and you have that with the ranch and you change actually... it out for the fries and with Sounds their like really their, like, fucking good homemade strawberry lemonade i'm like yeah this place is fucking good god that, bitch don't don't was, even don't even fucking think about it that yeah, sounds yeah. similar to um remember uh, her, fucking god. remember uh bubbles which one bubbles uh similar i think it's, i think because bubbles is like between downey and linwood if you're a california native you should know this <laughs> especially in the long beach linwood Compton area um, I feel like I've been there. I just don't specifically remember it right now. Cause they but I feel you, like I have. Because they let you switch out on your um, fries for zucchini fries. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. So it's like, like green, so yeah. green bean tempura. Mm, that, that's, that's new. I, I will say, like, uh, uh, the habit has also given me the weirdest time I've ever had uh, ordering food over the phone because you know normally like when you call someplace you're like hey can I order uh, can I order food right can I order to uh, to pick up sorry to pick up right and I've never called a, a restaurant and then heard a call center before because what? straight up they're they're like over the phone ordering is a call center that's, what that's new what? Like literally, it was the weirdest thing I've ever done because, like, I called him and I was like, I was like, oh hey, I'm gonna go pick it up, but I want to call ahead to order it, right? And I called the number of the local store, and then all of a sudden, like, I hear it ringing, and it comes up as like, uh, um, like someone answers, and it's not like you don't hear the back of the kitchen, you don't hear like the grill, you don't hear like a bunch of loud banging or nothing like that going on, you don't hear someone being like, hello, can I take your order? Like, no, you literally hear someone just like. Hello, thank you for calling the habit. Uh, which store may I connect you to? And it's like, uh, and then I tell them the store address, and they're like, okay, uh, what would you like to order? And it's what? just, it, it's straight up, straight up like when you order parts or when you like order, like, you know, call Spectrum or some shit, like where you know it's a call center. That's exactly oh. what it was. And they're like, and they're like, and I'm like, can I get a double char? They're like, absolutely, one double char. Uh, would you like uh, would you like grilled onions all that? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was the weirdest shit. I've How only is that it... cheaper than like just having an online ordering function on your website? 
Right? Right? The fuck? It was the weirdest shit. No, but, yeah. Pink, I swear so that's, to God, girl. That's, that's <sighs> gonna be again. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No. Um, no, you're all good. I know I need to go. I, I have a friend um, oh, who's been to the habit. They always go for the tri-tip sandwich. Yo, their tri-tip sandwich is pretty good, too. And that's the thing, too. They have, like, other sandwiches that you can have other than just burgers if you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And they also do, like, um, like paninis, I think. Weirdly. Mm-hmm. Something pressed. I don't remember. But it's good. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 my number five. For number four, um, this is another... Uh, <clears throat> it's not a chain, but it is a, uh, it is a California thing. It's called uh, Grill em All. Desi, I've talked to you about this. I know I'm very well aware of Grilla Mall. Grilla Mall is a is a well known ish kind of uh, like one off uh, burger place where the menus and the whole thing is like based off of like uh, metal music and bands and and stuff like that. And they have appeared on regular show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My first thought just went to like Game of Thrones when the fucking king was like burn them all. Yeah, exactly. So it's Grilla Mall. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, the first time that my cousin ever told me about that place, because my cousin is the one who showed me that, he, like, I heard him say, like, hey, I got to take you to Grill them All. And I was like, huh, that sounds interesting. And he's like, yeah, it's a burger place. I'm like, that's a weird name. Because in my head, I heard Gorilla Mall. <gasps> and I oh. was like, what the fuck? Burger place is named Gorilla Mall. But I can I never see how confusing it. that would was- be. And it wasn't until, like, we got there where I was like, oh, grill them all. Like, I just want to know what you thought with gorilla mall, because obviously what first popped in my head was just to put a bunch of people in, like, gorilla suits. Mine's like, mine's, I, I selling to, random I, shit. My thought I'm not went gonna to lie. Uh, gorilla, gorilla grog. I'm not gonna lie, in my head, I was fully thinking of basically like think the basics of a rainforest cafe. Oh, but, mm-hmm. but a shit ton of gorillas everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um and like theoretically, I don't know, like I was thinking that the menu was gonna be themed like it was different department stores or some shit. Oh my god, okay, but what if it would have been a restaurant, and so, like, all the waiters and wait staff had to be dressed like some different type of gorilla, so, like, there's theoretically could have been, like, a Sasquatch and a I, Yeti walking I, around, taking your order. I would give Batman cool. Forever vibes seeing that shit when, like, Poison Ivy infiltrated that, uh, that fucking party. And you... That'd be mm. fucking hilarious. Like, I'm picturing people in the same gorilla suit as, like, that one episode of SpongeBob where, like, you know, the gorilla comes out of like Patrick as he unzips himself. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like yeah. that same kind of like live action gorilla, like like Halloween store costume, mm-hmm. like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But uh, <laughs> Gorilla Mall is kind of is good because they have some tater tots. Benny, I shit you not, their tater tots is like as big as a fucking Funko Pop head. Oh yeah, they're fucking good. That's You're massive. basically getting an entire reconstituted potato as a tater tot. That's amazing. Like, that's that's my number four. For number three, um, it's funny because I'm realizing, yeah, no. For for number three, I have Five Guys because I fucking love the, the the style of burger. It is. Mm-hmm. I 
do still love that it's like give me my food in a brown paper bag mm -hmm. and when it's greasy the fuck in there that's how i know the fries are gonna hit that's oh, how i know okay. like the fact that the burger has to be wrapped up in like something that's stronger than regular paper because it has to be like that aluminum lined paper you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. so that way like it doesn't just bleed through everything but it's so juicy and delicious and it's the only burger place that i know of at least that gives you malt vinegar for their stuff so you can get just a shit ton of malt vinegar and i have that on my burger and fries on the cajun like they give you a cup of cajun fries and it's just oh so good oh and they absolutely they also do that thing where like um with all the peanuts because i love peanuts and you can just get like a shit ton of peanuts like like while you're waiting my fucking grandma i know there's always a reference to her but Every time we went to Five Guys, she will get our food, but she'll swipe some fucking peanuts as we're walking out. Yo, I would have gotten along with your grandma so much. I would have helped her swipe as much peanuts as we could have taken. Because <laughs> I absolutely do that shit. I'm like, all right, I take like I get my my scoop, you know, my my courtesy scoop. I get two of them, right? Yeah. Because I'll get the courtesy scoop, but because normally I order to go, right? What I'll do is I'll take the I, I take two. Because if anybody looks at me, it's like, oh, one is to take all the seeds out. Or not the seeds, the, the shells off. Yeah. Like, I taking one to put the shells away. And then um, when I get my food, I put one of them in the bag. And then I take the second one. And then I get more. And then I put that in the bag. Because I'm like, I just got paper towels at home. Yeah, you would you would have definitely gotten along with my grandma. <laughs> so that's my number three, five guys. Um, number two is actually uh, uh, a burger in a bar that I go to a lot. Uh, our bar in Koreatown. Ah. Down like, there are burger and fries. It hits in such a delicious, amazing way. And uh, that is, like, that is the perfect bar burger to me. Which is, like, I think I think I enjoy bar burger more than, like, smash burger. Which, I obviously, debate over, like, different kinds of burger styles. I know I definitely need to go, because... Jen said I need to go. You numerous times that I need to go to our bar. I think Casey, who from D and D, has said, "Y'all mentioned y'all kept letting invite me to our bar." Now he's saying every time we're on, I should be going to our that's bar. That's where Jared and I know each other from. Literally, that's where we like got to know each other from. So yeah, I'll, I'll, one day, one of these days, I'm our bar go. is a mini community. <laughs> Since Phantom Carriage is closing down, I'm gonna need a new place. Our bar is the closest thing I have to Cheers in my life. Well, our bar and one other bar near me, but I won't name it because it's right next to me. Yeah, you don't want to. Um, so that's my second. And then coming out at number one, and I know this is going to be controversial, and this is going to immediately divide me amongst a lot of people and anybody listening. I'm just going to preface this by saying I am a born and bred Californian. I understand this is a stereotype. Not everybody fucking likes it. But to me, it is in every way, shape, and form nostalgia and deliciousness. And I just will never change it. In and out is my yes. number one. Okay. I understand people will be like, oh, no, no. But have you ever had Whataburger or fucking <laughs> out fries? Fucking in out fries. They're so thin. And they're all, they always get like, trying man. Like, no. It's like I get disgusting. It. I'm like Whataburger's fine for the people who ha who don't have In and Out. I will enjoy it when it's there. But if you're asking me, am I gonna get a Whataburger or am I gonna get In and Out? Am I gonna get Shake Shack? Am I gonna get In and Out? If you ask me anything on my own list and you say In and Out, 
and I am either like sad enough, nostalgic enough, drunk enough, or hungry enough, I will absolutely always go to In-N-Out 100% of the time. If I can spare the amount of time it takes in the line. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm gonna wait till after the episode's done because I'm maybe gonna, I'm not gonna blow up the spot that barely has any traffic there. Got you. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so that is that is my list. <laughs> solid, solid list. Yeah. And I guess it's my turn now. Yeah. So, um, in the number five spot, I have good times. Um, I was very close to putting their West Coast cheeseburger there, which is a, uh, in and out, uh, ripoff, basically. Um, but they have a guacamole bacon burger that is just so damn good. And they have a spicy guacamole that they put on it. And honestly, like, their bacon is probably the best bacon for, like, a fast food type place. And by fast food, I mean, like, the ones that have drive through, like, not, like, Good Times. Because Good Times is, like, technically in the fast food category, but you can't fucking drive through. Oh, uh, so. Five I guys. Mean, so, like. Yeah, that's a good question. Does it count as fast food if it doesn't have a drive through Because I would count five guys as fast food. And normally they don't have drive-thrus. Yeah. But, I, uh... I, I counted Burger Lords just as a burger joint because they don't have one... I just call it as a, as a local spot, like a burger joint. Like, I don't really consider it a fast food. Mm. Yeah. I feel... I mean, I know Good Times is fast food, but I think just, like, when I say fast food, or I think when anyone says fast food, sort of their mind immediately just goes through a place with drive-thru. Mm-hmm. Um, so Good Times has great, like, frozen custard fucking shakes that are so amazing with their french fries, and they also have, like, wild-style fries, which is basically, like, Cajun french fries, um, and it is a really fun, delicious, um, fast food place that has, uh, like, frozen, um, treats for dogs. Like I can't remember what it's called right now, but it's literally like a like pup um, kind of stuff. Like a pup cup, yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's just like frozen custard with like dog treats in it and like dogs go fucking crazy for it. Nice. Um so paw bender, that's what it was. Yes. Paw bender? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause like their uh little like things are called spoon benders because it's frozen custard, so it's a lot thicker than like a milkshake. Nice. Um, and so yeah, their paw benders are, uh, dogs just fucking go ape shit for them. Um, and it's a good thing they come in paper cups because they do destroy those fucking things. Um, I would imagine it'd be irresponsible to put it in almost anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four burger is uh no longer in existence and it's really just damn for nostalgia um because growing up in california there was this mexican restaurant by our house called ortegas that we would go to all the time like the kind where like the staff knew us on like first name basis and we'd be like really super chummy with everybody talking to them um 
they had really great food. Um, but yeah, their fucking cheeseburger was just like Damn. always hit the fucking spot for me as a kid. Like just Not to get that. Like for so me that delicious. Was, for me that was a place called Perry Burger. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um and so like anytime we'd go out to visit, we'd always like drive by Ortegas to see if they were still there and we'd stop in and eat for old time's sake and they would still like remember us. And then one year when we went back we drove by and it was torn down. No. Oh, I hate that. And we were so sad. Um but RIP Ortegas, I still think about you. Yep. It's the those are the places that made us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah. And so my number three burger is the Johnny Burger from this restaurant here in Colorado called My Brother's Bar. Um you told us about that place before. Yeah. At least my name, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, it is a Colorado institution. Like it's been in business um in some way shape or form since like i think it's 1879 1869 1879 anyway damn yeah late 1800s their burgers are really good they have like bison burgers um i haven't had a good uh, bison burger in a while yeah like just a whole bunch of things but the johnny burger the johnny burger has jalapeno cream cheese american cheese swiss cheese and grilled onions on it and then you can obviously like pick your patty if you want like angus beef or bison like um but it's just it's just a cheese heaven and like i'm a fucking like sucker for grilled onions grilled Mm -hmm. onions grilled onions are my fucking jam um one of my weaknesses for sure like oh they're just so damn good so damn good my cousins and I, whenever we would, like, grill outside, we'd mm-hmm. always save a couple of slices of onion just so that way we could, like, over-grill it on the grill. Yes! So that get way the when little we char. just a bit charred. Yeah, yes! so they get charred, and it's basically like you're making Funyuns. Oh, God, yes, oh my God. Yes. yes. I'm happy someone else did it. Hell God. yeah. God, every time. And then, like, mm-hmm. I remember there was one Mexican restaurant we would go to um, where they had, like, um, those nachos, like, the... I can't remember what they're called, but they're basically like the combination nachos where, you know, you can have like chicken steak and shrimp on top. And then they would have like grilled onions and peppers and stuff. And we would always ask for like extra grilled onions. And we were like, can you get a little char on them? And they always knew what we meant. And they would come out and you're just like, you beautiful people. You're like, oh my God. I love you. Exactly. That goes love right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And my number two burger is called the two by two at the Alamo Draft House <laughs> because it is, which one, it hasn't been on the menu since the pandemic. It was like a permanent fixture before the pandemic. Yeah. But then because of the pandemic shenanigans, like they had to like restructure their menu and stuff. And so they took it off and I'm still like, every time I go in there, I'm just like, Hey, Hey guys, guys, can we get it back? Can we get that back? Please. But like, but like, but like, can I get my two way two? But like, I need guys, two guys. Two. um, 
And this is, and I swear to fucking God, it's true. It's their version of an In-N-Out burger, but like a bajillion times better. Really? It's so good. It's so good. Because it's like, it's a massive burger. Obviously, it's called the two by two because, you know, like, out, like in and out you can do like two by two, four by four. Um, whole like secret menu shit. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, this one's called the two by two, obviously. Two patties, two cheese. But yeah, the fucking like homemade secret sauce they put on there. Oh, it's the just, I still, I still dream of that fucking burger. I feel like not enough people put like the proper amount of attention and time it takes for spread because they're like oh. all right yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna get all the pre-made stuff and then combine it together in-house mm-hmm. and we'll call it in-house but it's like no when you actually take your time and make that shit yeah like, oh. it is it is when world do, different when i do homemade smash burgers and i make a secret sauce oh that i tell my brothers you want it saucy or you want it plain Yo, at least real. I know one brother who like, oh, make that shit saucy. Like, let's go. That's valid. That's that's understandable and valid. Yeah. Ah, oh, I actually legit want to make another smash, oh. smash break right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my... now, now I'm gonna go get a. I'm absolutely gonna go get a burger after this. Dude, oh, I just yeah, I think I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Um, but my number, my number one burger is also another one I am never going to be able to have again. Oh, no. Because it was in some fucking restaurant in Lyon, France. I don't know the name of, but we were walking by when I was there for my uh, uh, culinary school shit. Um, And we were like, oh, this looks really great this is fun sat down i ordered this burger and it was a fucking life-changing burger like i know i said i dream about the two by two and i do but i like i will have day thoughts about this fucking french burger it was just it was a beautiful beef patty like it was a normal burger but then they were like hey let's just throw a fucking hash brown patty on top of this thing as well and it just, yo, like that does sound good though. Elevated that shit, and I mean, mm. like, all of their food is so fucking good out there, with the exception of Mexican food. Like, they really need like a really good, like, just just a whole bunch of Mexican people to move out there to be like. I think the the only thing we share is a base for a language. Yeah. Um, oh my god, yes, I do remember that, Des. Oh my god. But I just, like, this burger was just so fucking good, and they just outshine us in fucking everything. Like, I mean, even their McDonald's, I know I've said this before, but, like, their McDonald's are fucking better than our McDonald's. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. They oh, just. Overseas is always better than ours. They elevate everything, and I just. I think about this one fucking burger whose name I can't remember in a restaurant I can't remember other than it was in Lyon, France, and I want to fucking go back there so bad and just find this little corner fucking restaurant in a sea of corner fucking restaurants. Benny, whenever (laughs) I win the lotto, 
We're going to Leon first. <gasps> Fucking oh, and they're of course their fries. Their fries were so good. We're gonna find this burger. God damn time. it. Our mission okay. is to find this. That's my that's my great white whale. Your great white whale. You be Davy Davy Jones and I'll be Queequay. And we'll look for your burger. Y'all are fucking funny. Um, the, so what I posted. I mean, it'll, I'll, I'll be Ahab screaming about this burger, just okay. yelling to everybody. No. Um, what I put in the chat. I'm sorry, listeners, you won't be able to see, it, but I can describe it for you. This was a place that was by where me and Christian used to work at. It used to be called Food House, H A U S, Food House. It's now called Bird Nest Cafe. They still make the street, um, the L A fries. Street fries, which is in the photo, they still make yeah. the because when you was being you was going through your burgers, I was like, it sounds like a fucking spot that we used to go to, and then it popped in my head. I had to text my my friend Freddie, who still has the photos. Well, actually, he was able to get access to the menu. Blue cheeseburger, which is the top of the photo. Holy fuck! I'm not a big fan of blue cheese, but damn, that was a good burger, and the bacon was nice and crisp. Not undercooked. I'll always choose blue cheese over ranch any day, though. Um, See, I feel like blue cheese, it's really easy to fuck up. Like, it's it, sort of, it's like, when it's good, it's good. But when it's bad, you're like, mm. Yeah. Mm. But that's the risk you take. True. And it's true. The second photo, buffalo chicken club sandwich. That this is, is just a, really making me fucking hungry. That is a damn good fucking chicken sandwich. And you have the option to put avocado on it. Which obviously do, because always add avocado. Oh, yes. Yeah, to everything. I did, yeah. I did, I actually add avocado on the blue cheeseburger. 10 out of 10, best damn burger ever. Ah, I already had dinner and I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm eating at the correct time. So what you're saying is it's kicking out Carl's Jr. No, I would say for because of nostalgia purposes. <laughs> for nostalgia purposes, it kicks off rallies. It kicks out rallies. For nostalgia purposes. <laughs> and plus they're expensive. Like that just the burger by itself without the fries is twelve ninety five. Yeah. I mean that looks like a fucking thirteen dollar burger. Yeah. So at least that is consistent since uh, we last been at Trade Tech was the burger is still 13 fucking dollars. Because I was looking at the menu and shout out to my boy Freddie. He had the menu from the time we was at Trade at 2017. So that is consistent. Just the name change and the owners change is just the menu and the prices is still the same. <laughs> so, yeah. Yo. Can you guys think of the weirdest burger you've ever had? I literally just said the blue cheeseburger because I, up until that point, I never had a fucking no the vegan burger because I was I'm not I never actually had a vegan burger. I was like, no, let's go, let's try it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I was felt like I was eating. Actually. The weirdest one I had was in, uh, when I was in school for baking pastries. So like one of the classes we had to take was um. Um, basically like a food service management course. And so like the final was you and your group had to do like a full service 
restaurant type thing. So you have to come up with a menu, make the food, all that. So it's like, um, like literally just doing like a restaurant thing. And so like people come in to have this free meal and you got to serve them like everything. Um, and so, um, I was one of the, uh, I guess food critics, I don't know, one of the people eating the food for one of the other groups. And so they were doing like a vegetarian type spread. And so they did um, a black bean burger thing. Um, And it was was very, I guess, mealy would be the proper term or like very crumbly type texture. So like they didn't put enough like... um, I don't know, like, type of mixings to, like, keep it, like, together very well, you know? So it's, like, as soon as you were taking, like, the meat meat patty, quote-unquote, was falling apart. Because, yeah, it was just a a lot of black beans just mushed together is really what it tasted like. And I was, like, you need a a real good binder here for this patty because it's getting messy. It's getting messy. So that was weird. That was the weirdest one. I didn't have to pay for it, though, so. Fair enough. enough. I think the weirdest uh, burger I've ever eaten was I was in an Irish pub once, and they had a ramen burger, and I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Like, is it, like, instead of a... The buns were, Patty? The buns were, like, the ramen? Buns were ramen. Yeah! Oh, my God. The, The buns were ramen, and it was one of the weirdest things I've ever had. But at the same time, it was actually satisfying. I went to a restaurant but one time that did that too. For I legitimately don't know how they got the noodles to like both cook and then like harden though. Like it was just like it was amazing. And then like the restaurant I went to, so yeah, it had the like two little ramen patties, and um, then they had like tiny little. Um, I can't remember what the. But, like, they were little eggs, so, like, fried eggs on top, but, like, not, like, actual, like, chicken eggs. Like, the smaller, like, tiny eggs. And I can't remember, like, what kind of bird it was, but it's, like, the smaller, like, not yeah. hen. But anyway, and they were just, like, the cutest, tiniest little thing that were, like, maybe a little bit bigger than a quarter. Huh. Just, like, perched on top of this thing and I was like these little eggs are too cute to to eat but I ate them very delicious <laughs> that's great sorry you just like unlocked that memory when you were like a ramen burger and I'm like <gasps> oh yeah yeah I missed that oh trip. yeah like weird shit yes yeah I definitely missed that trip I love just like fusion type places, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm at now. I'm at the curse of my friend now because he's showing me something I never got to try. Um, so in Canada, there's a place called Smokes Poutinery. They opened one in California. I never got to go. Oh really? Yeah, and they closed it down. Literally sometime after I finally left working on a trade and went to Dominguez. And everyone mm-hmm. went without me. Damn. So, I never got to try 
Canadian poutine in America. Yo, there's a pretty good poutine place, though, um, in, uh, what is it, in the Anaheim Packing House? Oh, uh, the Croft. I think that's what it's called, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm not going to Anaheim. <laughs> Anaheim? <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not, no offense if you're from Anaheim, but I'm not going to Skinhead City. Fuck that. No. It's the uh, happiest place on earth. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> but I did. Well, I do follow the Croft on um, Instagram. They're actually opening one in Long Beach. Really? I yep. didn't know that. That's cool. So th- that I might go to since Long Beach has become a gentrified as fuck. Long Beach has always been gentrified. Well, I mean, come on. We grew up through the 80s and 90s. It was hood as fuck. Now it's gentrified. Living's easy in the LBC. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Now I want some fucking poutine. Yo, okay, but like, they there was this, um, what was it? There was this, like, they had a poutine there, but like that place also, I guess, makes like different types of poutine or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And there was one that I really enjoyed, which was basically like, what if a burger in- exploded inside a poutine? And that shit was real good. <laughs> it was like, uh, like poutine, but like ground beef and cheese and like tomato and onion and like the the. Like oh, yeah, no, just you everything you'd put in a in a burger they put in that. It's just it's good. Oh, we have a development. So Fred has said he went one time with Link and Jenny. Oh wait, what? Oh uh Jenny's coming over tomorrow, so I'm gonna be like, You couldn't like all this time? You you put nah. down for the homie? And you don't mention the homie. I know. Yeah. I know this was 2017. This is 2022. But God damn it, I'm hurt. What is that supposed to? You don't say you love someone, but you don't take them to get poutine. Oh yeah, it's like you. You can't say you love someone if you don't take them to poutine. You're I'm... just a yeah. I'm like that. You're just homie. a liar. I'm just like, I'm that Homer meme right now. The second one. Not the one who's backing into the bushes. The one where he just looked like, like, ugh, just looked disgusted and just has his nose turned up now. I'm, yeah. I'm that Homer meme now. <laughs> wow. I'm, mm, mm. That's funny. I don't, think I, I don't think I'll ever recover from this. Oh my goodness, how we transitioned from a man with a broken heart. Mm. Well, let's make we it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Kitchen horror stories. Dun, dun, dun. Now, we could start off with me and Benny, but I want to hear yours because you, it seems like yours is like a very traumatic experience. Wait, which one? You. Kitchen horror stories. Oh, just in general, kitchen horror stories? Or funny stories, either one. I mean, okay, I think the most horrifying thing that I can think of... All right, all right, all right. I almost, I almost, um, uh, I could have... 
it, I'm so happy that it was just really bad and not me possibly burning my house down. Because <laughs> there was once where um, I I had I had been home right, and I was like, "Fuck it, it's a it's a day. I'm gonna get drunk today. Why not?" You know, that's how most decisions start out well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got drunk at home, and then I was like, it was late at night, and I want to say it was like 10.30. And I was like, man, I'm hungry. I'm going to make myself some food. I was like, okay. And I go to the kitchen, and I realize I'm like, hey, I got steak that I can cook. So, you know, I start doing the regular things. I start, you know, like uh, making sure, you know, I, I clean out the pan, I... I oil it a little bit nicely. I, I get the steak seasoned up with the salt and pepper and all that. And I cut up the garlic and I throw that in there. And I start like waiting for all that. I'm like, cool. All fine and dandy, right? I set the steak in. This is a, a T-bone steak, by the way. I set the steak in. I put the lid on. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go to the living room real quick because I need to uh, grab something. And I was like, all right, cool. I go to the living room. I sit down on my couch. Next thing I know, I wake up in the next morning. What? Oh. I immediately wake up. I go to the kitchen. And I see that, like, the flame that I left was not high. It was, like, low flame. But obviously, like, that stayed on all night. And then I turn it off. And I see that, like, smoke is, like, just barely, like, starting to... It, like, I can't see the steak inside. And I don't mean because there's no smoke. I mean because there's smoke. I mean there's no smoke, and I can't see the steak inside as if it's not there. And then I'm like, what? I'm like, what? I open up the fucking lid, and all of a sudden, it's like it, like it reacted with the air, and it exploded in just pure smoke like it was like you know those like those like indoor fireworks like the the chemical reactions like the elephant's toothpaste thing where you'll just see like the thing just like constantly generating from there it was like that but a pure white plume of smoke for at least like 10 minutes straight and i turn on the fan and i open up the windows and i'm like what the fuck and i look in the pan and it is just completely black and just a little bit of sludge in the bottom. Oh. And there is no steak, no bone. It's just fully insulated, oh. fully evaporated. Oh. And had to throw out that pan and had to buy my dad a new pan because I was borrowing his pants. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. In those moments, should have said that in my best Zuko voice. Like, but... I, like, I, like I said, I'm really happy that it was only really bad and not me dying in a fire at night. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like one of those moments where you know you're sleepy. It's like you, you, it's best to order out than cook. That's what it seems like one of those nights. Is like it's just the best to order out or make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. There's nothing wrong with a peanut butter and jelly. Right? Oh, man. Right? Did, uh, I, when you said horror story, I mean, I got a horror story. Mine's is like a Benny Hill situation. You know, mine is like a, I almost, I could have fucking burned my house down and me alive inside it. 
Uh, I almost would manced myself, man. That's what it definitely sounds like. Well, you know, technically, you did a Billy Joel, and you did not start the fire. That's true. That's true. Technically, I started the fire. So it just didn't. It wasn't Billy always Joel. burning. Yeah. As soon as you said Billy Joel, I knew where this was fucking going. I mean, obviously, it was the biggest like fucking tell in history. I, I know, I know, but still, you know, I can't talk. I was singing the fucking Frasier song earlier. Oh, baby, the blues, <laughs> playing the blues is calling, toss salad and scramble eggs. <laughs> oh man. Yo, but that's like a fucking bop of an intro, though. Don't even lie. Oh, come on. Yeah, hell yeah. I watch Frasier right now and just for that. Um, oh, yeah. Did you guys hear the all-important news, though, speaking of uh, old theme songs back in the day? No. What news? They are doing a Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. Look why. It's going to be like one of those, uh, like, I think they said it's for the same people that did like the Friday the 13th um, game. So like those like 1v4 type shit. So you can play like the clown or the people trying to survive. The ones who's recently going to be coming out with the new Ghostbuster game. Elphonic. I think so. Yeah, we have to look at the uh, PlayStation Twitter. They uh, posted it, and I just about fucking died. Yo, what is up with Ilphonic? Just like going. I was screaming. Oh, you know about the Killer Clowns in Outer Space um, theme ride at Universal Horror um, Horror Nights, right? Sir, I have been to the first iteration of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space Scare Zone they had in 2019. And actually, I'm sorry, 2018. And then I went to the iteration that they did in 2019 where they upgraded to its actual own fucking scare house thing. So, yes, I am well aware of the haunted house. Killer Clowns attraction at Universal Studios. Are you aware of this pulls out nerd credibility? Excuse me. Flips open my wallet. Killer Clowns pictures spill out. Yep, definitely toss salad and scramble eggs on my face on that one. Um, My kitchen horror story. Well, technically it's not mine. It's my brother. And I'm making sure I'm saying it's loud enough because that is a memory that I will never forget. Okay. So my brother wanted to know how to make burgers. I was like, everyone does. But I wasn't the one helping him. Our father was teaching him how to make this one. They used a lot of cooking oil and frozen beef patties. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. So Mm-mm. he he don't gently put the burger patty in. Oh, no, 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 because he's so scared. He tossed it in. <laughs> I saw a oh, ball of fire. I saw a ball of fire. I've never seen a ball of fire in my life until that day. 
and he made it well, worse. Well, you never found a burger? No. <laughs> <laughs> and he made it worse. <laughs> Instead of throwing flour, no, throws water. <gasps> no, how was that not a grease fire? <laughs> because I ran in with the I ran in and threw the flour on it. Because those two were arguing. I was like, what the fuck? And yo, then, that's like, yo. My grandmother, Cynthia, my other grandmother, comes in the house. Because she now sees the smoke billowing out the kitchen. <laughs> what the hell? Now, she don't call my name or my brother's name. She calls her father's name. Daryl Lamar Robinson. What the hell's going on? Yeah. He's like, your grandson's like, yeah, yeah, You're the father. That's the son. Look at my wall. Now, and I looked, I was like, fuck, it is black. I was like, I ain't cleaning this up. I about face. Yo. <laughs> Suffice to say, my brother and father had to clean that kitchen. Oh, and Damn. it happened again in this house. Really? And the simplest thing you can cook. Tortillas. What? Okay, who burned who burned Same what? Brother. From that day forward, I took over and was like, This is how you cook your shells. You don't need high heat. You don't need to toss it into the fucking grease. Yeah. We don't own this house. We rent. This is how you do it. He was like, and now I can I can say sufficiently he knows how to cook taco shells without me helping. But that time I was actually there and I can feel the fucking heat on my face. I'm like, you really can't fucking cook. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, my fuck up, similar to yours, fell asleep, okay. misjudged the cooking time on ribs. Ooh. Black as fuck. Damn. I was like, I could only be mad at myself because one, I fell asleep and I misjudged the time. But yeah, was, it happened. I'm still like, and now the house smells like charred fucking pork. I was like, oh, I fucking hate this. That's just my. I'm, I'm not gonna put my brother in the bus. That that is my one fuck up. And then making chili cheeseburgers at the age of 12 when I've been told not to. But did you fuck that up or was it like oh, just messy? Oh, no, I, it was messy and I fucked it up. I gave myself uh, food poisoning because I undercooked the burger. Okay. Yes. I was 12. 12. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you want a chili cheeseburger, I got you. <laughs> nice. One now one. everything that comes out of your kitchen is enchanted by magic and fey wizardry. Yeah. So like if you you want Wendy's, you want a Wiener Schnitzel style, or you want Smash Burger style. I give choices. Nice. Now Benny, I'm pretty sure you have tons of kitchen horror stories. Oh yeah. Um, because you're a horrible cook or anything, only because you spend so much more time in the kitchen than us. I need to say that. <laughs> or the, um, or the more accomplished cook than we are. Oh, 
Okay. Um, volume of amount of time. Yo, your green bean chicken looks bomb. I want the recipe. Dude, it's so good. I mean, that one I can't take claim for it. That was, I think it was CJ Eats was where I got it from. Like, I had to twiddle with it a little bit just because I didn't have everything he had. But, like, CJ Eats was like, he's great, like, quick fucking food shit. And yeah, that nice. chicken was so good. It was so good. Um, but, uh, I guess two of my biggest horror stories are both, uh, holiday themed. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's holidays without some horror stories. Um, so the first one was Thanksgiving. Um, and, um, our oven was not very big so you know we couldn't have like multiple things in it so you know like the fucking turkey and like green bean casserole or anything like that it was literally just like the turkey and yeah. that's it um so finally like we're doing like that mass like thing of trying to cook like the green bean casserole and like some of the other sides in the oven that we could um and so with the green bean casserole it was one of those old school like fucking 70s style pyrex dishes that had you know like the little handles and like the little like old school design with like the glass top like up top you know just very like very 70s um and uh we had a um a cookie sheet underneath it so it was like placed on the cookie sheet so in case it like ran over it would just catch on the cookie sheet so like my mom's like okay that should be done take it out so i put the oven mitt on my right hand and i start taking it out that you're specifying hands yeah mm -hmm. um and so i'm taking it out and it's i've got it and i'm like okay this is cool but like because you know it's a glass dish mm -hmm. on a metal cookie sheet right it starts sliding because it starts sliding the cookie sheet starts getting unbalanced and so then it starts falling and then my brain is like oh my god you can't let this fall so then my left hand just comes forward to catch the pyrex dish mind you oh, i'm like no. four, 14 at this time so i'm still pretty fucking dumb um and i I catch it and I stop it and I'm like, oh, good, I didn't break it. And then that is when the heat um, hit my brain as I caught it. And so then I screamed and then flung the glass dish no. across the kitchen floor. Oh, no. And it shatters. And Damn. piping hot green bean casserole goes everywhere. Damn. And uh, just my whole, like, fucking palm and fingers was just bright red and fucking blistered all to hell. Like, I literally could not bend my, uh, my left hand, sorry. Um, for like a few days afterwards because of just how big those fucking blisters were. Um, 
on my hand. My mom was fucking pissed. Oh my god, she was so pissed. She was just like, I've had that dish for 25 fucking years. Like, oh my god, she just... She was not a happy camper, and I'm just there sobbing, holding my, like, burnt hand, and feeling like a shit stain. Uh, so, that was a great... That was, that was a great Thanksgiving. Cooking with family. Mm-hmm. Great times. I'm sad I'm out of Simply Spiked. Right. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then um, the next one was more on my mom this time. It was uh, Christmas. Uh, one of the times I was able to make it back to stupid fucking Alabama to visit them. Um. And uh, she was foregoing, like, the normal thing. Like, she would always want to do a ham or whatever. And so this time she's like, I'm going to choose something different. And it's like, you know, like, the, like, pork loins that you can, like, roll up into, like, a pinwheel. So it's, like, a stuffed. So, like, there's, like, stuffing in the center yeah. of it, you yeah. know? Um, so that was the big thing uh, she wanted to make um that year so you know we had all the other normal things and of course you know there's now a big running joke that i can't handle the green bean casserole and i'm always like yeah i can't because it's disgusting um okay like but why do people like green bean casserole i don't don't fucking get it it, it's not good it's not not good no God, no, I despise it. Like, literally, the only thing I like to eat from the green bean casserole is little fried onions on top, and I just pick those off. Like, those things I will also eat just straight out of the can, because, again, like, I like onions, but, like, those French's fried dried onions, whatever the fuck they're called. Anyway, um, so dinner, like, is going off without a hitch. Like, everything was made. Nothing horrible happened um but like i don't think my mom uh realized that like sometimes the the in well i don't anyway the the pork wheel was not fully cooked all the way so there was still like little bits that were slightly under undercooked in the center like thermometer wise i think it hit the moment it was supposed to be but like texture wise it still felt really raw and i'm like i'm like just trying to eat this thing and i'm having difficulty because like super raw food is hard for me um because it's just it's the texture thing and so i'm like spending like what feels like five fucking minutes on one bite and I'm just trying to swallow it and I can't fucking swallow it and then I'm just like just keep trying to force myself to swallow it and I finally just won't do it and I can feel like everything I'd eaten before just working its way back up Mm. and so then I have to bolt from the kitchen table to the bathroom Mm. and then just you my christmas dinner oh yeah right on into the toilet oh jeez and uh yeah i think that was the last time i went home for christmas 
Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh that's my a, god. That's a very good reason not to go back home. Yeah, yeah. And so now I'm slightly traumatized of like pinwheel style meat stuff. Ugh. Like anytime I see those, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> no. hang on, just eat something else. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I did do something similar, but I didn't stuff it. I just rolled it and I put it in a slow cooker to like, like I will actually brown it first, give you know that texture, that flavor. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the slow cooker, let it finish out. Set it in. Yeah. Cooker. Yeah. But yeah. So. Oof, I, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. Welcome to my trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my trauma. Thy name is Benny. That's <laughs> not as similar to yours, but when I go for sushi, I don't. I like. I rather get baked salmon instead of like just the salmon sushi because it's that texture of salmon is like is very meaty, and I can't eat that yeah. raw. Like, See, I can, bake. I can do like sushi rolls. I cannot do sashimi. I'm starting to learn to like sashimi. Because, like, again, it's the texture thing. And I think because it's so much. Because at least with, like, sushi rolls, it's it's a little bit mixed with a bunch of other things. So, like, the texture doesn't, like, hit me. Mm-hmm. But, like, sashimi is just, like, it's right fucking there. And there's just, no, there's can't. no getting around that giant fucking piece. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know. We can never. Oh, that's the transition. Uh, you know, fuck it. We can't transition properly. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> Welcome to our trauma with food. <laughs> I, I I did put for our for our title our kitchen nightmares. Yes, kitchen nightmares is a good one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh my goodness! Um, our go-to recipes that is in the title. Welcome to Trauma Town. Population <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! I would say my go-to recipe. Something I can do without needing a fucking like, like a recipe book or anything. Chicken parm. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like it's it's not quick. But when I want something that's filling and with a little bit like just all that flavor mixed up, gotta go for a chicken parm. Like I wanna go bold and do like a chicken parm sando. Like I see this like I keep on I don't know why I keep following this one Instagram that make chicken parm sandwiches in fucking little Italy in New York. But god damn it. One day I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the plunge and just make one. <laughs> Nice. That's a good one. Uh, if I had like a go-to recipe, man, what is a go-to recipe that I use? You know, whenever I whenever I really like, there's a, there's a blend of tuna that I really like making, and I recently started making it like burger style, and I um, started mixing it up, but um. Like tuna mixed in, like I, I like to do the tuna mix 
right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'll do tuna with uh, with mayo, lemon juice, uh, uh, sesame seed, poppy seed, celery, um, chimichurri seasoning, mm. and then mix all of that with panko and fry that. <gasps> really easy to make fish cakes and just fucking delicious as shit. That sounds really good. Got some crisp to it. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like it's it's the closest I've ever come to making anything fish taste like meat to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you had horrible experiences with fish. I have had horrible experiences with fish before, but yeah. uh, I'm learning to love it. It's it's one of those that's really tricky because again, if you have bad fish, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's honestly, it's it's one of those things. There's not really any middle ground. It's like it's either bad or it's good. Yeah. Like, like to this day, I can't eat shrimp. Like it's that that memory of having bad shrimp. Like if I mm-hmm. like just the smell, or if like I accidentally eat something that has a shrimp mixture, and I can taste the texture of it. Mm-hmm. Is that? Oh, I better head to the bathroom. Or this is gonna <laughs> look bad. So yeah, I can't have shrimp. Gotcha. Fuck, Benny. I know you're like an open book to us, <laughs> and you probably have like a thousand one recipes. But we we asking for one. If you okay, I was I was with Lynn. And waffling between two, but uh, if you have two, either way, I, guess I, will, I will look for the I'll go with my donut pie. God damn you! Damn you! I know, I know pie? that shit by heart, Ugh. and it's so good. Okay, so just imagine like, like bread pudding. Okay, but with with donuts. And baked into a pie shell. Yo. When, yeah. When Benny was still on Facebook and she posted it. That sounds really good. And she posted yeah. a goddamn donut pie. <laughs> I shit you not. I did propose to Benny on her own damn post. Yeah. And her Yo, mom, but and like, her I would like to... my proposal. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but that just that just makes pure sense. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's the one I can I can make by by hand. Man, now I kind of want to make some of that. God damn it! I usually only, like make it like for like work or like friends get-togethers or whatever. Um, but just because I don't like most of my coworkers, I'm like. You guys don't deserve donut pie. That's valid. When we have you know. the Space Oddity Collective potluck, I expect two donut pies. One for the group, but one for me to have in the cut. Okay. All right. I keep, like, saying I'm going to do, like, uh, tests to do, like, hand pies with them to see how it would, how well it would work as, like, a hand pie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, maybe I should just practice practice that one. Mm-hmm. Don't make me come to Denver. I will come to Denver. I'll be your test subject. <laughs> Yo, like Desi I can take Park. you to Brother's Bar. 
Thank. You want to go half and half on uh, on uh, on a hotel room to go visit uh, uh, Benny? Yo, I will blow a first paycheck on this damn city job because I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> Yo. There's also a really cool hotel in Denver called the Curtis Hotel, and like each floor they have is themed. So there's like a sci-fi floor, um, a ho- horror floor. So obviously the horror floor is the 13th floor. So they legit have their 13th floor, horror and it's floor. the horror. Yo, and that's... so like. That's the sketch. They have the 13th floor. They, they don't... do. They don't. Yeah. They go. don't skimp on hiding it. Um, and so the whole floor is themed, but there's only one room on the floor that is like full decked out in horror. So like each of the rooms will have you know like a picture or something, but like the one room on the floor is like the super decked out one. And Des, you'll be happy to know it is Ghostbusters themed. Let's fucking go! <laughs> All right. Yeah. Space Oddity Collective. <laughs> right. Let me see I'll, if I can find the pictures for you. I mean, sometime 2023, 2024. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I can make my... I re-perfected those uh, Cool Ranch chicken wings. It's the recipe I got from uh, Mythical Kitchen. But I did it my way. So... It's still the base of using ranch dressing, but what I did was I got the dry ranch from dressing packet. Oh. Then, then the bottle. Then I use onion powder, garlic powder, a little bit of kosher salt because there's already enough salt within the, the bottle the ranch dressing and in the packet, so you don't want to overpower it. Some black pepper, and then coat it. But the thing is, though, instead of brining it for four hours... I just go right into frying it. So I, get, I do the flour, same seasoning that's in the um, that's coated on the chicken that's coated with the flour. Gotcha. The, the amount of flavor that that hits instead of just brining it is mm-hmm. vastly different. Brining it, you're gonna get the tenderness, the, that juiciness, but mm-hmm. if you just coating it and then then breading it and then frying it, oh, you getting that? You can still get that? You still get that crisp, but you still get more of that fucking flavor. Nice. I was like, I gotta do this again. Sounds delicious. Very delicious. That's my that's my new go to recipe. Also, I'm just like, the way the way how we talking, we should be opening up a fucking kitchen. Like Jason says, we should just, like the onion says, we should just open up a fucking kitchen. A food truck. Yo. The space out of the food truck coming in 2030. <laughs> 2030. Oh my goodness. Well, I think this is a good place to end it. Hour and 30 minutes. We don't want to take up too much of your time, listeners. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I hope we made you sufficiently hungry through this entire episode. So get your wings, get your tacos, get your burgers. No matter if it's bougie, local, or vegan, enjoy your food. Until the next time, bon appetit. Bone apple tea. I, I know. Bone I, apple tea. I know. I butchered the fuck out of that. <laughs>